Hey, you guys, I'm Jamie Martin Mann. I play Brody in Country Comfort on Netflix, and you're watching The Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to another episode of The Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the man cave. Your host, Elias. Jamie, welcome to the cave. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. What's, uh, what's going on? Nothing much. I had school today. I drove around a bit, got some food. You know, the usual. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> let's jump right into this. I uh, mean, you just had a, uh, a pretty big hit on Netflix, uh, Country Comfort. And, you know, that must have been an exciting time for you. We'll jump into that as well. But uh, before we get into that, I want to know, like, how did you fall in love with acting? Like, how did you get here today? Like, what was, what's your story? Well, I've always kind of been a dancer at heart. I mean, when I was three years old, before I'd even thought of dance classes, I would always dance in front of storefronts and wherever there was music playing, my parents couldn't stop me from dancing. So I think I've always been a dancer at heart. And I started with ballet when I was in second grade. And then I tried doing some auditions when I signed with my agent or with my manager and I kind of fell in, into in love with acting then. I think that I really fell in love with acting when I got involved with musical theater because that's just such a inclusive form of acting because you have dancing and singing, singing involved. So I think when I was able to combine all three, I had so much fun. And then I took my acting further because of that, because of that introduction. Uh, well, where did you grow up? And like, how did you fall into like the theater thing at first in the ballet, like you mentioned? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, so I grew up in, um, well, I'm still here, but I'm in Westport, Connecticut. And this town luckily has an incredible influence in the arts. They, they're very arts oriented. There's a lot of support for the arts and artistic communities. And I started with ballet when I was in second grade, I was seven years old and I really fell in love with it. I wasn't very good at playing sports. I didn't love, I tried soccer and I really didn't like it. I tried baseball, t-ball at that point. And I really yeah. didn't like it. And then I <laughs> discovered ballet and it was something completely different that I really enjoyed. And so from then on, I started musical theater after that and doing a lot of musicals. I did Footloose. That was the first show I ever did, oh, wow. which was really fun. And so since then, I kind of just began, um, began pursuing that career. And I've had such an incredible time. And I mean, I think it's a really, it's a hard world to be in because you deal with a lot of rejection, especially when you're going out on auditions. But looking back on it, I think about all yeah. the incredible people that I've met because of the multiple auditions that I went on, the workshops that I did in New York City. And I'm just so thankful that I had that time when I wasn't booking stuff so that I got the opportunity to meet all these incredible performers and people who are involved in the arts industry. It's been an incredible ride and I, I'm so excited to see where it goes and I'm so happy where I am right now. Well, you mentioned uh, you're from Westport. I'm from Massachusetts. So I'm about like mm -hmm. an hour, an hour and a half away from you, like Western Mass. Oh, so wow. Awesome. Yeah. So like when you said you're going to New York, how far is New York from Westport? So New York is like, uh, like an hour, an hour okay. car ride and then like an hour train ride, pretty much the same. And yeah. I was doing School of American Ballet pretty much all through middle school. So during that time, I was going into the city 
I mean, my last year was going in five days a week, taking the train, having to leave early from school to take the train. And again, like I found a lot of professional attributes because of that, because I kind of had to learn how to do my homework on the train. And I was navigating the subway systems in seventh grade. So again, there's a lot of experiences that I've had because of my passions that I don't think I ever would have gotten the chance to explore if I had pursued something else. And um, that's been really great. Let me guess and everything you did now it's worth it because look at you're on Netflix, you have a show. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. I, I still cannot believe it. It's really, it's been such an incredible experience. So I'm really happy. I got the chance. I, it's, it's so, crazy. Yeah. So yeah, let's jump into that. You know, you're on, like I said, you mentioned next Netflix country comfort. Uh, how do you, how would you describe this? feeling country comfort is first of all a very family oriented show which i think is really important right now because during this pandemic we've been around our families and i think we've grown i i know i've grown with my family and i think i have a newfound appreciation for them just because of how close i've really gotten with them because we've been in such close quarters so that's the one thing that's really great it's a family show it's very fun loving super fun to watch i mean i've had i've had so much fun watching it but the show is about a country singer who kind of gets dumped from her band and she starts driving down the road. She's crying, listening to Kelly Clarkson and her van <laughs> or her truck breaks Sorry. down in front of this ranch and the family takes her in and she becomes their new nanny. And the family's mother died two years previous. And after that occurred, they stopped playing music. They used to be really musical. They loved music. And then once their mother died, they felt this sort of loss and loss of love and appreciation for the musical aspect. And I think that this new nanny played by Catherine McPhee, who's mind-blowingly incredible, reintroduces music into their lives. And you see the family grow and you see the hardships that they're still experiencing because of the passing of their mother and how they're forming new relationships together and with this new nanny and chaos ensues. And it's very funny and very fun. And yeah, I hope that people watch it if they haven't already. It's, I've, I just, I mean, we had so much fun filming and to see it kind of come together was yeah. Just such an incredible experience. Um, I want to hear about your audition. And where was this? Was this in New York or was it in LA? Like, or was it self tape or yeah, mm-hmm. what's the whole story about that? Absolutely. So I had my first audition in, uh, I had my first two auditions in New York. The first time I went in, I went in for Tuck actually, which is kind of funny. And then they called me back for Brody and I had to learn a song and play the guitar. And oh, I was wow. working with one of, um, with like my vocal coach, who's also like our very good family friend. His name's Travis. Yeah. He's amazing. He was kind of like, you should like try and learn as much as you can of just something new, try something new, try something different. And so I decided on singing before he cheats by Carrie Underwood, which okay. is so out of pocket because it's Carrie Underwood. And you know, I went in the room and I sang it and I remember Karen, Karen Lucas, the showrunner asking me, she was like, why did you decide on that song? Because it is a little bit out of pocket. I mean, I'm a guy and it's sung by a woman. And that was kind of the way that the conversation went. And I kind of said, you know, I think that it shouldn't matter what gender sings the song, as long as the song is good. And I tell you about my personality while I do it. I think that's all that matters. And she absolutely agreed. And I honestly think that's one of the reasons why I was noticeable was because I decided on doing something a little different and I had a lot of fun doing it. So the audition overall, really fun. And then they flew me out to LA, which is insane because I'd never been to California before. And 
I remember how much fun we had because we had kind of a chemistry read. So we were all going in and out of the room. And I remember how much fun I was having. And I remember coming home after that audition and thinking, you know what, if I don't get this show, it's totally fine because I had this incredible experience auditioning with everybody. The producers were super nice. Obviously, I wanted the show incredibly badly because who wouldn't? Um, right. Yeah. But they also, they were just so warm and fun. And I had such an incredible time working with everybody. And I actually got to meet Kat and Ricardo and Piper was, were all at that audition. So meeting them and working with them was so fun. And then when I got the call, I was just ecstatic because I had gotten to know everybody at the um, audition and obviously it was yeah. an epic show. So that was, now, was this, was this before the pandemic? Yes. This was all before the pandemic. Okay. I think had my first audition in October and then I had my, I got the call in November and then we started filming at the end of January. So the first four episodes that we filmed were with a live audience. There was no COVID, yeah. which was super fun, which I really miss. That's kind of why I hope we go back. So we get to do that again. But th I mean, that was amazing to get to do these shoots in a live, in a live, it was almost like a theater. And that's really great for me because I come from a theater background. So that was super comfortable. Right. But then COVID hit in March and we went on hold. We kind of, the season was suspended. Like the filming was suspended for a little while until we went back in September and finished out the rest of the episodes without an audience, which I mean, was just as fun because everybody on set was really great. And I love the cast and the crew so much. And, you know, we just tried to make it as fun as possible, but I hope we get to go back so I can do the live tapings again. Cause that was, yeah, amazing. right. So, so you play Brody. How would you describe him? Like, you know, like when you, even when you write the script, like what was your thoughts about Brody? Brody's very innocent. And I think that's one of his best qualities because it makes him very funny. It gives him a lot of room to be really goofy. And I think that yeah. the innocence and the self-consciousness is another big factor because I think a lot of that comes from Ricardo, the, the older brother, Tuck. Of Ricardo, yeah. Yeah. Ricardo Hurtado was a very nice guy. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, Tuck is like the hot one of the family. He gets all the girls. And I think that Brody looks up to him so much and struggles to follow in his footsteps in that way. And I had a lot of fun going through the script and finding those quirky moments that Brody has. Um, but I think deep down, like at the heart of his soul, he's a very, very good brother to his siblings. He cares a lot about his family. And I think that you get to see him grow a lot as a character, especially because he and Tuck have to fill in for the parental role after the passing of their mother. And what I really had a fun time doing was playing this character that had a lot of room for growth because he was so self-conscious. Yeah. And over the season, you kind of get to see him finding, finding his shoes and finding who he is as a human being. And that was really fun. And I mean, he's just a nice guy. So it was really fun playing that character. So your character has brother, brothers and sisters. Like, did you grow up in a family with brothers and sisters? Was it easy for you to play this character? Any challenges? Absolutely. Yeah. So I actually have three siblings, three younger okay. siblings, and Brody also has three younger siblings. And that was one of the really great things about filming the show and something that I could take as from my life was the interactions yeah. that you kind of have with your siblings. And I really enjoyed doing scenes with the whole family because that felt very comfortable because I do that at family dinner. So <laughs> it was very <laughs> easy to kind of step into that and take some of what I already knew about being an older brother and applying that to, um, to the filming. Brody, I think that I used to be really self-conscious. I think I've kind of found my place a little more and grown my confidence a little bit 
since yeah. then. But I absolutely could take from that time when I was self-conscious and apply that to his character, which I think that the self-consciousness aspect of Brody is one thing that really grounds him. And I really appreciated that I could kind of put that into his character development because I knew about what it felt like to feel self-conscious and feel like you have no confidence and how that can affect kind of the actions that you make. And just, I knew the growth as well. So getting to give Brody some of that growth as the season went on was really fulfilling. I don't know. I mean, I think those are kind of the two main things that I touch on in comparison. I think that he's just like a nice guy and I had a really fun time playing him because of that. Look, uh, Karen Lucas wrote the show did she tell you like in ways how to play the character? Did you have any input as well? Like how to play the character? Yeah. Working with Karen was amazing. I mean, she's so sweet and she really, she was really flexible with the cast, especially when it came to developing our characters. And that was really awesome because we had the scripts to work off of. And I mean, that was kind of hard because I've never developed a character before, but utilizing the scripts to find out as much as we could about our characters was really important. And I think it was great because we really got to talk to Karen and she was very involved and we Mm. could ask her any questions that we had. So the producers of the show were absolutely influential. And I mean, they were influential, but they were also super flexible, which was really great because you don't feel constrained and you feel comfortable acting in the character that you've created because you have so much merit when it comes to creating that character. And then um, having them there to ask questions just made it that much better. So creating the character was really a really fun, yeah. easy kind of collaborative process, which I really enjoyed. Would you change anything about him? I don't think so. I think yeah. he's, no, I mean, I think that the, um, I think that there was, it's hard acting a character like that because he does so many like embarrassing things. So yeah. You kind of get like this weird form of secondhand embarrassment when you're playing that part. But I think that's something that is so lovable about the character. So I don't think I would change anything. I really liked kind of, uh, yeah, I think I, I I liked what I did with it. I think it worked for the character and it worked for the dynamic of the show. That's awesome. So this was one of your first roles as a, as a series regular. Like, how was it like working with the cast? And like, how long did it take you to feel comfortable on set? Any tips from the people that have been acting for years now and try to give you like pointers and advice, like how to, pretty much like deal with all this Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i mean i've never i've barely done any film and tv i'm like very much a thespian at heart so getting to do this was insanely exciting and all new i think that something that was really great was that we all knew how important the family aspect of the show was so we had a week to meet everybody before we even started working really i mean we were running through the script and stuff but we weren't filming yet so that first week where we got to know everyone was super important for, for me because that helped for these relationships to seem real, for mm. the family dynamic to seem real. And yeah, that, that I think that for anybody that's going into a family show or even just a regular show that needs to get to know their cast, go to lunch with your cast members. I mean, I remember me, Ricardo and Griffin went go-karting once and that was such yeah. an awesome experience because I got to know them on a more personal level rather than being at work. And I think that all the time that we spent together, again, helped us grow as a family. In terms of just like the technical aspects of it, I kind of just went with the flow. I tried to learn as much as I could as quickly as possible, but I also had this mindset that was like, you're not gonna know everything and you're gonna have some challenges. And going in with that expectation definitely helped to 
keep me sane because I was like, this is fine. This is fine. You don't know what's going on right now. Like <laughs> a second, you'll figure it out. And I did figure it out. I mean, it didn't take very long at all to kind of become comfortable. And that was what was really great about the crew and the cast was that they were all so warm that you could ask anyone questions. I mean, I was asked, yeah. I was talking at Eddie and Catherine and Janet Varney and Eric Balfour, who are also on the show, who are all very professional, talented adult actors. And they were kind of the mentors and they set the scene and the stage and kind of the professionalism aspect of being on set. And it was really great to have them around because we could ask them any questions that we had to or learn from them in the scenes that they were doing. And I really appreciated that, that aspect of it. And then not to mention our director, Kelly Park, for those first couple episodes, I think was so imperative to creating this family dynamic because she, I mean, is the director. So she really um, set the stage and she really created, yeah. I think she really and uh, helped us develop this family dynamic. And that showed throughout, that was influenced throughout the rest of the season. So yeah, I mean, really a, a, an incredible experience overall. Wow. And, um, everyone was really so, great on set. So you you filmed 10 episodes. Uh, when did you finish filming the season? Cause I know you guys took a break. Um, uh, we finished. You guys had the break in between the pandemic also. Then you, uh, so how long was the whole process? The whole process, we have some hiatus weeks. So I think it was around 14 weeks in total. Okay. And we finished filming like right on Halloween is when I flew home. Oh, wow. So yeah, that was pretty much how long it took. And um, we had some hiatus weeks within. So that, yeah. What, uh, so what's the latest? Have you heard anything about a season two? Still down quiet or what? I have not heard anything. I don't really know anything. I um, I just I just want people to watch it. I mean, frankly, like I had such a great experience. A season two is so like I want one so badly, but it's also like I feel so fulfilled like in creating this yeah. show. Like it was so much fun, and that's kind of why I want to go back because I want to see everybody again and work with everyone again. But I don't think I want people to watch the show in order to get a season two. I want people to watch the show because we worked so hard to create this family. And I think it really is compelling and it works and we're very comfortable together. And we're, I thought we were really fun to watch. So if you kind of have a family and are watching this, I very much suggest watching the show because it's, yeah. it's just really fun and happy and something that in this relatively depressing time. We I know. So right. yeah, it's, it was, I think it came out at the perfect time. Uh, what was the reaction from your family and like close friends after they finished watching season one? Um, they all thought it was, I mean, so sweet. I think everybody had a really fun time watching it. I got to watch it with a couple of my friends too. So that was really yeah. just special, a bit surreal. Cause it's like, Oh my God, like, that's weird that I'm like on the screen, but you know, they were all super supportive, super, they all really loved it. I mean, they, they loved the family aspect. They loved how fun it was. And, um, I think it kind of works for all ages. If you're into that type of genre, just yeah. you'll enjoy it because it's fun. It's written to be really fun and exciting. So when you're not working, what do you enjoy doing? Not working in a way. Uh, I mean, I know you, I I know you have school. I, I just love hanging out with my friends. I mean, we have a really fantastic theater program at my school and I love participating in that. I've been doing that since, since freshman year. So I'm the one of the heads of the props department at my school. So that's really fun. And, you know, 
I love driving around and uh, going <laughs> and getting fast food and talking and listening to music and just normal teenage things. And uh, yeah, I, I think I try to just have as much fun as I can enjoy, enjoy yeah. in the moment, I guess. Uh, any other projects coming out? Any auditions? Nothing just really right now. I mean, I think that the pandemic has put a lot of stuff on hold. So nothing right now. Hopefully we'll get a season two, though. And yeah. I'm just trying to focus on the show and focus on school and, you know, live yeah. in the moment, like I That's said. That's right. Uh, lastly, how can the listeners and the viewers find you on social media? Yeah, so I'm Jamie Martin Man pretty much everywhere. Uh, I'm Jamie Martin Man on Facebook and Instagram. I don't really use my Twitter. I'm going to try and learn how to do it, but I have <laughs> not figured it out yet. So mainly I'm on Facebook as Jamie Man and Instagram as Jamie Martin Man or Jamie Martin Man for, sorry, let me start over. Facebook, Jamie Martin Man, Instagram, Jamie Martin Man. Twitter is also Jamie Martin Man, but I don't really use it. So I don't know. <laughs> Jamie, this was great. Uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was super fun. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.